Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, A Modern Rendering. Chapter 35 Tested and Not Found Wanting. This chapter also continues the subject of the importance of Udi and gives two cases in which Baba was tested and not found wanting. A matter of form. In spiritual matters or endeavors, sectarianism is the greatest obstacle to our progress. Those who believe God is without form say that to believe God is with form is an illusion, and saints are only human beings then why should they bend their heads before them and offer dakshina? People belonging to other sects will also raise objections and say, why should I bow and offer allegiance to other saints, leaving my own sadguru? Similar objections regarding Sai Baba were heard before and are heard even now. Some say that when they went to Shirdi, Baba asked them for dakshina. Is it good that saints should collect money in this fashion? If they do so, where is their sainthood? But there were many instances where men went to Shirdi to ridicule, but instead remained there and prayed. Two such instances are given here. Forgetting resolutions. A friend of Kaka Mahajani was a worshipper of God without form and was averse to idolatry. Out of curiosity, he agreed to go to Shirdi with Mahajani on two conditions that he would neither bow to Baba nor pay him any dakshina. Mahajani agreed to these conditions, and they both went to Shirdi. As soon as they put their feet on the steps of the masjid, Baba, looking at the friend from a long distance, addressed him with sweet words. Oh, welcome, sir. The tone that uttered these words was very peculiar. It exactly resembled the tone of the friend's father. It reminded him of his departed father and sent a thrill of joy through his body. What an enchanting power the tone had. Being surprised, the friend said, This is no doubt the voice of my father. Then at once he went up and placed his head on Baba's feet, forgetting his resolution. Baba asked for Dakshina twice. Once in the morning and once again at noon as I took leave. But he asked it again from Mahajani only, and not from the friend. When the friend whispered to Mahajani, Baba asked for Dakshina from you twice. I am with you. 
why does he omit me? You ask Baba himself, was Mahajani's reply. Baba then asked Mahajani what his friend was whispering. The friend asked Baba whether he should pay any dakshana. Baba replied, You had no mind to pay, so you were not asked. But if you want to pay now, you may. Then the friend paid 17 rupees, the same amount that Mahajani paid. Baba addressed him with a few words of advice. Do away with and destroy the sense of difference between us so that we can see and meet each other face to face. Then Baba allowed them to depart even though the weather was cloudy and threatening. Baba assured them a safe journey and they both reached Mumbai safely. When the friend reached his home, and opened the door and windows of his house. He found two sparrows fallen dead on the ground, and one just flying out through a window. He thought that if he had left the windows open, two sparrows would have been saved. On rethinking this, he realized they had met their lot, and that Baba had sent him back early to save the third sparrow. Seedless Grapes Mahajani was the manager in a firm of a solicitor in Mumbai. Both the master, the boss, and the manager were on intimate terms. Mr. Takar, the master, knew that Mahajani went to Shirdi often, staying there for some days and returning when Baba permitted him. Out of curiosity, and just to test Baba, Mr. Talker decided to go to Shirdi with Mahajani during the holidays. As Mahajani's return was uncertain, Mr. Talker took another man, an associate with him. The three started together, and Mahajani bought two bushels of grapes on the way to present to Baba. They reached Shirdi in due time and went to the masjid for darshan. Baba Sahib was there and Mr. Thakur asked him why he came. For darshan, Baba Sahib replied. Mr. Thakur asked if miracles took place there. Baba Sahib said that to see miracles was not the objective but the sincere intentions of devotees were satisfied here. Mahajani prostrated himself before Baba and offered the grapes to him. Baba ordered them to be distributed, and Mr. Takar received a few. He did not like grapes and was advised by his doctor not to eat them without washing and cleaning them first. So he was in a fix. He did not like them, nor could he reject them. To keep up formalities, he put them into his mouth, but he did not know what to do with the seeds.
He could not spit them out on the floor of the masjid, so he pocketed them against his wish. In his mind, he questioned that if Baba was a saint, how could he be ignorant of his dislike for grapes and force them on him? When this thought arose in his mind, Baba again gave him more grapes. He could not eat them, but held them in his hand. Then Baba asked him to eat them all. He obeyed Baba and found, to his surprise, that they were all seedless. He wanted to see miracles, and here one was. He knew that Baba had read his thoughts, and according to his wish, converted grapes with seeds into seedless grapes. What a wonderful power! Again, to test Baba further, he asked Baha Sahib, What kind of grapes did you get? He replied, The variety with seeds. Mr. Taco was even still more surprised to hear this. Then to confirm his growing faith, Mr. Taco thought, if Baba was a real saint, the grapes should now be given to Mahajani first. Reading this thought also, Baba ordered the distribution to be started with Mahajani. These proofs were sufficient for Mr. Thakur. Then Shama introduced Mr. Thakur as Mahajani's master, after which Baba said, how could he be his master? He has a different kind of master altogether. Mahadani appreciated this reply. Forgetting his resolve, Mr. Thakur pranamed to Baba and returned to the Wada. After the noon arti was over, they all went to the Masjid to take Baba's leave. Shama spoke for them. Baba replied, there was a fickle-minded gentleman. He had health and wealth and was free from the physical and mental afflictions. But he took on needless anxieties and burdens and wandered here and there, losing his peace of mind. Sometimes he dropped his burdens and at other times carried them again. His mind knew no steadiness. Seeing his state, I took pity on him and said, Now please keep your faith on any one point that you like. Why roam like this? Stick quietly to one place. Mr. Talker knew at once that this was the exact description of him. He also wished that Mahajani should leave with him but no one expected that Mahajani would be allowed to leave Shirdi so soon. Baba also read this thought in his mind and permitted Mahajani to return with him. Mr. Thakur had another proof of Baba's capacity to read another's mind. Baba asked Mahajani for 15 rupees as dakshina and received it. Then he said to Mahajani, 
If I take one rupee as dakshina from anybody, I have to return it to him. I never take anything free. I never ask anyone indiscriminately. I only ask and take from him whom my guru points out. If anyone is formerly indebted to the fakir, money is received from him. The donor gives, sows his seeds, only to reap a rich harvest in the future. Wealth should be the means to work out dharma. If it is used for personal enjoyment, it is wasted. Unless you have given it before, you do not get it now. So the best way to receive is to give. Giving of dakshina develops detachment and devotion and knowledge. Give one and receive tenfold. On hearing these words, Mr. Thakur gave Baba 15 rupees, forgetting his resolve not to do so. He thought he did well in coming to Shirdi, as all his doubts were solved and he learned so much. Baba's skill in handling such cases was unique. Though he did all these things, he was totally non-attached to them. Whether anybody saluted him or not, or whether anybody gave him dakshina or not, it was the same to him. He disrespected no one. He felt no pleasure because he was worshipped, and no pain because he was disregarded. He transcended the pair of opposites, pleasure and pain. Udi Cures Insomnia A Kayasta Prabhu gentleman suffered from insomnia for a long time. As soon as he lay down to sleep, his departed father appeared to him in his dream and abused and scolded him severely. This broke his sleep and made him restless the whole night. Every night this went on, and he did not know what to do. One day he consulted a devotee of Baba about this. He recommended Udi as the only infallible remedy he knew. He gave him some Udi and asked him to apply a little of it to his forehead before going to bed and keeping the Udi in a packet under a pillow. He tried this remedy and found, to his great surprise, that he had a sound sleep without disturbance of any kind. He continued the remedy and always remembered Baba. Then he got a picture of Baba which he hung on the wall near his pillow and started worshipping it daily, making offerings such as garlands and naivedia. In time, he got well and forgot his past trouble altogether. Excellent Service 
Balaji Nusakar was a great devotee of Baba. He rendered most excellent service without any desire for anything in return. Every day he swept and cleaned all the passages and streets in Shirdi that Baba walked daily during his daily routine. After him, this work was done equally well by Radhakrishna Mai and after her by Abdullah. When Balaji harvested his corn every year, he brought the whole yield of crop and presented it to Baba. He left with whatever Baba gave him and maintained himself and his family with that. He followed this course for many years, and after him, it was done by his son. Udi and the Miracle of Plenty After Balaji's death, his wife invited guests in honor of his death anniversary. But at dinner time, it was found that three times the number of people invited had turned up. Mrs. Nusikar was in a fix. She thought the food would not suffice for the people assembled, and that if it fell short, the honor of the family would be at stake. Her mother-in-law comforted her by saying, Don't be afraid. It's not our food, but Baba's. Cover every vessel with cloth, put some udi in it, and serve it without opening them. Baba will save us from disgrace. She did as she was advised, and to her surprise and joy, they found not only did the food suffice for all, there was also plenty remaining after having served everyone. As one feels intently, so he realizes accordingly, was proven in this case. Baba appears as a serpent. Once, Raghu Patel went to visit Balaji Patel. That evening, he found a serpent had entered the cowshed and was hissing. All the cattle were afraid and began to move. The residents of the house were frightened. But Balaji thought it was Baba who appeared in his house as a serpent. Without being afraid in the least, he brought a cup of milk placed it before the serpent and said, Baba, why do you hiss and make noise? Do you want to frighten us? Take this cup of milk and drink it with a calm mind. Saying this, he sat close by unperturbed. The other members were frightened and did not know what to do. In a short time, the serpent disappeared. Nobody knew where it went, and although a search was made, it was not found in the cowshed. Balaji had two wives and children, who sometimes went to Shirdi to take Baba's darshan. Baba gave them saris and clothes, which were given with his blessings. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.
You've been listening to a modern rendering of Hamad Pant's The Sri Sai Satcharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, edited and narrated by Monica Penaconda. For more content like this online, please go to divinelineage.org, saifamily.org, and peacefires.org. To learn more about Monica, please go to monicapinaconda.org.